From the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray-Brown and this is FT News. Today's terror attack on the Indonesian capital, which police believe is linked to the jihadi group ISIS, will heighten fears over the rise of terrorism in what is the world's largest Muslim-majority country. On the line with me from Jakarta to discuss the attack is Avantika Chilkoti, our correspondent in Jakarta. Hi, Avantika. Can you describe what happened in Jakarta and update us on how many casualties there were? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, for most of the day, this was totally hazy. Eyewitnesses were just sort of talking about hearing explosions around the very popular Serena shopping mall in the very centre of town. And just now we had a police press conference and they said, in fact, there was five blasts in the area. There was a suicide bomb inside a Starbucks. And if you go to the site, it's quite clear there was a bit of an explosion in a police traffic post in the middle of the street. What happened next was that there was basically a shootout between the attackers and the police in the Starbucks, which went on for hours. And the official figure so far is that five attackers are dead. Two civilians were killed, and I think 15 civilians and five police officers were also injured this afternoon. And what do the authorities know at this stage about who carried out these attacks? The police have actually already said it's attackers linked with ISIS who've had sort of relationships with people out there in Syria. This isn't something new for us in Indonesia. Even last month, we had warnings and sort of a foiled attack. And I think, you know, a number of people with links to ISIS arrested Just before the Christmas and New Year period, there was an idea that there was a plan for an ISIS-linked attack then. And there's a sort of quote going around from the police spokesperson saying that they had some warnings from ISIS saying that, you know, they were going to put Indonesia in the news. So there's quite a clear link with ISIS now. It's one of those things that, of course, you can't confirm 100%. And what has been the reaction of the Indonesian government and the reaction also of ordinary people on the street? Well, that's actually the interesting thing. So I just actually went down to the site again, um, just at the end of the day. And um, what's great is that there's such a defiant people. I mean, as you say, this is, you know, a majority Muslim country, but this isn't a country where Wahhabi Islam sells. It's a very sort of, for want of a better word, moderate, liberal, it's kind of a pluralist society. And, uh, you know, people were sort of rushing onto the scene as soon as the cordon came down, taking selfies with the with the sort of bombed out traffic post. There was hawkers selling iced teas and snacks in the area. There's a real sense of defiance. Even the hashtags on Twitter have been all about how sort of Jakarta will survive this. And I mean, it's kind of continual in society here that Indonesians want to differentiate their form of Islam from extremism, from the type of Islam you see in the Middle East quite often. And um I think the government has kind of followed suit. You have the same defiance with President Joko Widodo when he was speaking today. The tone was very much, you know, that this must not get us down, that, that, you know, we mustn't let the terrorists get the better of us and we must try and get on with our everyday lives as best as possible. But nonetheless, do you think there are heightened fears that this may be the start of a wider campaign of bombings in Indonesia that we haven't really seen so far? The last time we had sort of major bombings in Indonesia, it was the 2002 Bali bombings, 2009 again in Jakarta and some luxury hotels. Well, what we do have here is an incredibly good special force called Attachment 88. It was trained by sort of the US and Australia, and these guys just have really good high-level intelligence. I mean, we've had these attacks today, but they've foiled a number of attacks. They've been investigating people with links with ISIS since, I mean, at least June, July in the press. 
And I, I don't think it's fair to say that this is sort of the beginning of, of a spate of attacks. There's a sense the police has this under control and that, you know, even though this is the world's biggest Muslim majority country, it's not, there are surprisingly few people with an extremist mentality here. Well, thank you, Avantika, for that very lucid update on what's happening. And stay safe yourself. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellincat.com.